just a young boy in the temple one day he shared with the doctors and they were so amazed never had they seen one so young speak so swift they asked him many questions the conversation went like this son what's your name how old are you said on my mother's side they call me jesus oh but on my father's side they call me On my father's side I've just always been He was the son of God And yet the son of man And I can't help but wonder How brother Joseph must have failed Went through an open door that day he heard his son reply Said I'm the king of kings And the lord of lords On my father's side They said son where are you from And just what are your plans Said on my mother's side I'm from Bethlehem Oh but on my father's side it's the new Jerusalem on my mother's side. I'll be crucified, but on my father's side, I'm gonna rise. That I am the Lamb of God, and I am the Son of Man. I'm Alpha and I'm Omega, the beginning and the end. Don't my mother side, I'll stand in for man. Oh, but on my father's side, I'm gonna stand for the great I am. On my mother's side, for your sins I'll die. But on my father's side, I'm gonna ride. On my father's side, in three days, I'm gonna ride. Glory to God. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, this morning, we thank you for the presence of our God, the anointing. Father, I thank you for the hand of the Lord upon me to preach. I thank you that on the other end, great and mighty understanding will be given to each heart. And Father, we're thanking you right now that the Spirit of God will work diligently with each person here and no one, not one person, 
shall leave here unchanged. That every person here shall leave here under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and the power of the living God. Now, Father, we thank you for what you have done and what you're going to do in our midst. In Jesus' name, and everyone shout it. Hallelujah. Turn with me this morning to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. 1 Corinthians 15. Now, we started last Sunday morning talking about God's grip of grace. Really, it was two weeks, three weeks ago that we started, but we skipped a uh, in between because Brother George is meeting. But we've started talking about grace and when we teach on a subject, a lot of times I'll stay on it maybe eight or ten weeks. And that way I'll know for sure that you've had the opportunity to get a hold to what we're talking about. You know, if you just hear it one time, you know, it's a little hard to get a hold to. Twice, three times. But what, the more you hear something... Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of Almighty God. The more you hear it, the more you'll realize exactly what belongs to you. Praise God. Praise God. The dividing line of understanding the word of God is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Without understanding the death, burial, and resurrection, you will not understand what the Bible's all about. If you do not understand life and death, what they mean in the Bible, you will never correctly divide the Word of God. In the Word of God, when he talks about life, most of the time he's talking about the kind of life that God has. When he's talking about death, he is never, the Bible never talks about death as a cessation of life are going out of existence. Never, never, never. Hallelujah. Both of them are natures. Life is the nature of God and death is the nature of the devil. How many of you know you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of Almighty God? And we have what we call grace and this grace is what God did for us in the death, burial, and resurrection. Grace is God restoring man to favor with himself. Grace is what our God did with the Lord Jesus Christ, showing him openly, healing people, delivering people, setting people free. That was called the grace of Almighty God. Grace and truth came by the Lord Jesus Christ, not by the law. Praise be unto God. 1 Corinthians 15, the ninth verse. Paul writing here. See, Paul is a grace preacher. He preaches 99% of his stuff is grace. But he still teaches how to get into that grace by faith. He said, For I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. He's talking about all the apostles. 
He labored, worked at it harder than anybody else. Worked at what? This grace business. He's talking about grace here. Then he goes on to say, Yet not I, I worked, but yet it wasn't I, but the grace of God which was in me. Praise God. Williams' translation said, God's unmerited favor working with me. I liked Cotton Patch's translation of this verse. He said, Only by the grace of God am I what I am now. And the favor he showed me was not in vain, for I worked harder than all the rest. Not I, really, but God's goodness that had a hold on me. God's goodness had a hold on me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Grace is God's hold on you. You know, Jesus said, no man can pluck him out of my hand. Hallelujah. When you get it in God's hands, you've got it made. Praise be unto God. Now, faith is what I call our hold on God. Faith gets me through the door where the grace is. Praise God. Cotton Patch translates it, God's goodness that had a hold on me. Grace is God's favorite hold. Now, that's his favorite hold. Now, I was watching TV the other day, and I was watching uh, uh, so-called wrestling. How many of y'all seen that wrestling? And, that, and the referee run out there, and he said, Oh, my Lord, he put the solar flex on him. He put the solar flex on him. And the audience just hollered, Oh, oh Lord, how mercy he put the solar flex on him. You know, he doesn't got the solar flex. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It didn't look like much to me, you know, but I don't know a whole lot about it. Anyway, when they put that on him, they couldn't get loose. He's got him. He counts to three on him. He's got the solar flex on him. How many of you know God's done counted to three on you? He's got a grip on you you can't break. Hallelujah. It's called the grip of Almighty God, the grace of God. It's his favorite hold. It's called grace. That's his favorite. You know, when I was a kid, I used to wrestle, you know, uh, Greco wrestling just in high school, and uh, they would never let us put a full Nelson on anybody because a full Nelson had never been broken. Two equal parts. You cannot break a full Nelson. How many of you know God's got a full Nelson on you, folks? He's got some kind of grip. We call it grace, but it cannot be broken. Hallelujah. There's nothing, nothing that you do, nothing any which way that can take you out of the grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, back to the fifth chapter, book of Romans. Romans 5. Now, if you listen close to me, what we talk about this morning, you'll be able to have faith in that grace. Your faith will rise where you can walk through the door of faith. Romans 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access, access to God, by faith into that grace wherein we stand. 
We got access to that grace. How? By our faith. Now listen to this translation. We'll help you. Praise God. Arthur S. Way said, We have been introduced by the, by the door of faith into the favor of God in which we have so firm a footing. We got a solid ground we're standing on called grace. Now we've been introduced in there by the door of faith. Faith comes by understanding what God did for you in the person of Jesus Christ. What is set down to your credit? What is your covenant right? What is the grace of God? Your faith must be in the grace. You're getting in the door of that grace. Now listen close. Look at me. Faith opens the door. And when you walk through that door, God will grab you, folks. He'll put that grip on you. You walk through the door, He's got a grip on you. Hallelujah. He's got you. It's called grace. It's called the grace of Almighty God. When you enter into that door by faith, hallelujah, it takes it out of your hands and puts it in God's hands. When I was a teenager, I, I, I run track some, and, and, and uh, we used to have what we called a 220 relay. Now, I couldn't run no 440 but I could run 50 yards. And so they, we had 220 relays and a, a 440, all the rest of them. But I was on the 220 because 50 yards about as far as I could run. And I was fast for 50 yards. Now, 50 yards, I was doing fine. But after 50 yards, everybody, the girls would catch me. So, you know, you know it was, but I, I short-legged or something. But 50 yards. And I could take off. Oh, I could take off. Oh, I could, I could run 50 yards. And I could be ahead of everybody 50 yards. And in this relay, when I got to about 55 yards on this thing, I handed the baton off, and this guy, I always had to get him a lead. And I, when I handed it off, it took it out of my hands. A power took over that was beyond my ability, praise God. Something else took over. And that's what happened when you walked through the door of grace. Something bigger than you took over. It's called the grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He took it out of your hands and a power beyond any power in the universe took over. You got it over into God's hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Grace is God's gigantic system of victory. It is God's gigantic system of blessing. Grace is God's gigantic system. I mean, it's a universal system that He's put into, into uh, 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 play. It is a force. It is a power, the greatest power in the universe, and you've got a right to put it over into that plan, that system, with your faith. See, but you've got to understand faith. Faith is evidence of things not seen. Well, where am I going to get this evidence? Amplified Bible said, Now your faith is the title deed to the things you hope for. What's my title deed to this thing over here? See, the grace of God is like a gigantic uh, a system of God or a divine process 
you get it over into this process and it takes off. Zoom. And blessed be God, out the other end comes the finished product. Hallelujah. How many of you know you've been created in Christ Jesus under good works? How many of you know that this gigantic system produced men with God living on the inside of them? That this gigantic system produced people in the earth who are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. It produced people where, that were so pure, so holy, that God could move to the inside of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's called the grace of God, the divine process. You know, as a young man, I opened a grocery store. I was 19. And uh, we had to get chickens anywhere we could get chickens. Uh, uh, mainly, we got them out of Warren, Arkansas, a lady named Ruby Carraway. And Ms. Ruby, you know, she had a little old processing plant, and that's about all in this part of the country. So some of the merchants got up enough money and a fellow named Jess Merkel, we took up collection and you got him a little start out here and it started out J&M Poultry. And all they had, they had uh, uh, places that they dipped chickens, scalded them, then they had hands that was picking in chickens. And they'd start them off dipping and when they come out of that, they had them on a, on a, on a clothesline and just had a little clamp, and they'd come through there, and they'd dip and jerk them up like that, and right down here, they were slapping them feathers. They was hand-picking them, see? They was hand-picking them, bless God, and I'm telling you right now, there's feathers all in the hair, all over them. You walk in that thing, and you couldn't even see one person the next. It's just feathers flying. Well, let me tell you something. When Jesus Christ went to that cross, the feathers flew, folks. I'm telling you right now, something happened. Something happened. He carried you to the cross with him, and a divine process started, and out the other end, see, out the other end, they, they'd run that thing in a little vacuum pack, and he was, you know, have a little vacuum pack chicken in that thing. How many of you know you went out the other end, and your life is hid with Christ in God? Say, praise God, praise God. That's called the grace of God, the divine process. Now, Hebrews 11:1 Amplified said, Now faith is your title deed to this grace. Your faith's the title deed. He gave you faith. By grace, you say, through faith, and that not itself is a gift of God, see? Now, you've got faith, but you've got to learn how to use it. You've got to learn how to open the door with your faith to get in there. When you can walk through the door, God will grab you. God's got a hold on me. Woo! God's got a hold on you. Hallelujah. God has got a grip on you that cannot be broken. Nobody can break it. He said, no man can take you out of my hand. Well, what are we talking about, uh, uh, this gigantic system of, uh, of grace? You know what's in this grace? It's called healing. You know what's in this grace? called the new birth. You know what's in this grace? It's called deliverance. You know what's in this uh, uh, gigantic system of grace? It's called financial prosperity. God wants all these things to uh, 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 be in your uh, possession. And it gives you faith to get them. At your, at your card, it opens the door. You remember a song back in the 50s? What's behind the green door? 
You ever heard that? What's behind the green door? They, and they song, they knock on the door, and a little fella peeps out through the window and sees if you got the right currency, you have to have a card. He said, and what's behind the green door, you know? He opened the door and something grabbed him. Is that man that's thinking get all his money is what grabbed him, though. Amen? When you walk through the door of grace, God grabs you. See, every promise in this thing, this promise is unto you and your whole household. Hallelujah. If you'll stand on it, that's called faith. Blessed be God. You'll put it in there and take it, and God will take that baton and he'll run with it, praise God. And it's out of your control. It's in the power of Almighty God's control. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You remember me reading a scripture out of Luke about the Lord Jesus when he was born, the eighth day, they took him to the temple and said he grew in wisdom and knowledge and the grace of God. Cotton Patch translation said the little fellow grew, became strong. He was plenty smart, and God liked him. That's what this grace is. You walk through there, and God just hugged you. He said, I like you, boy. I like you. I like you. Yeah, but I failed. I like you. I ain't never give up on you. I ain't never give up on you. Bless God, all I wanted was just a grain of mustard seed worth of faith, just a hair, and I'll open that door and take a hold of you, praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you the Lord. Praise you the Lord. He is plenty smart. And he was plenty smart, and God liked him. What is grace? Grace is God liking you. Grace is a power, is a power beyond your ability. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. What are you talking about, a power? I can do all things through Christ. I get it into his hand, and bless God, I'm more than a conqueror through him who's behind the green door. Amen? When I get it behind there, I got it made. How am I going to get it in there? How am I going to do it? I wish God had healed me. I wish God had blessed me. I wish. You get it by faith. You find out about the grace of God, and you walk through the door with your faith. When you knock on the door, bless God. When faith knocks on the door, fear is gone. Hallelujah. And something else answers. It's called the grace of God. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Hallelujah. And when God takes it, it's out of your hand. It ain't on, you ain't got to confess it 100 miles an hour. You ain't got to do nothing else when God's got it. Confession is for you to build the Word into you to stay strong in faith. You listening to me? Abraham stayed strong in faith, giving glory to God. Praise God. God didn't have to have no strength. Amen? Praise the Lord. So I'm more than a conqueror. When? When something called grace takes hold of me. When something called grace takes hold of me. Romans 5, 2, Knox's translation said, We have obtained access by faith to the grace in which we stand. By faith in this grace. Living Bible said, For because of our faith, we have been brought into the place 
of highest privilege. I done opened the door with my faith, walked in. I'm living in the privileges of God. But what if I fail? I ain't going to fail. Why do I want to sit around failing? Well, what if? I ain't no what if. God's got a hold on me. He's got a grip on me. Yeah, but I messed up, but he didn't. Jesus hadn't. He's still going to hold you. He's still got a hold to you. Listen, I knew a guy. I knew a guy that was living in adultery one time, and God healed him of a broke back. I prayed for him. His back was broke. I didn't pray in faith. I didn't think God had healed. I didn't know what I, I knew now. I knew God wasn't going to heal him until he got his life straightened up. I knew for sure he wasn't. Wanted to tell him. But something constrained me. It's called the love of Almighty God. Something just wouldn't let me tell him. I'd like to unload it on him. He was a preacher. Backslid. I want to unload on him. I didn't know a whole lot then. I didn't know how much God loved you. Man, when you walk through there, God's got a hold on you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I was preaching in a little church one time, an old tall boy. I called him out. I seen him back there. And I called him out. I did not know him from anything. And I started prophesying over him. And I told him, I said, the call of God that was on your life as a young man is still on your life. And you've got to fulfill that call of God that's on your life. And I didn't touch him nothing. The power of God came on him and he didn't knock him flat on the floor. Finally he got up. And I won't tell him, and God would further say, big boy. But, you know, I want to tell him, yeah, and if it's time to get it straight now. Bless God. But see, God's got a different thinking out there. See, God's got a different thinking. God's got a thinking out there that knows, blessed be God, He's the author and the finisher of your faith, and He knows what that faith business will do. It'll get it back into His hand. It may take a while, but it's coming home, coming home, just like the prodigal son. He said, kill the fatted calf. Amen. Put the robe upon his back and the ring upon his hand. Hallelujah. God was looking for him. His father was looking all the time. Come on home. Come on home. Hallelujah. See, that's what the world needs to hear. God ain't mad at him. God's in the blessing business. Hallelujah. 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 Another translation of Romans 5, 2. Richard's translation. Reichardt would be a better pronunciation. It's English now. In this relationship, the Father considers us just as deserving of His goodness. See, this is grace. In this relationship, the Father considers us just as deserving of His goodness as Jesus, His Son. This stimulates us to discover more and more of God's dynamic purpose in our lives and His plan for our freedom unfold. Hallelujah. We need to discover freedom. We don't need to be bound by no cancers. We don't need to be bound by no heart trouble. We don't need to be bound by no financial poverty. 
We don't need to be bound for anything because, bless God, where God lives, behind this door is the grace of God, and when it takes over and you take it out of your hands by faith, hallelujah, there's prosperity, there's healing, there's deliverance, there's freedom from the oppressor, praise God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith must be in His grace. Faith must be in His grace. Praise God. Praise God. You know, a lot of people think, well, you teach like that, and you'll have folks just doing any kind of thing. They'll sin, won't think nothing about it. You know, it won't be nothing to it. No. Titus 2, 11 and 12 New International Version said, For the grace of God. Grace. Say grace. grace. Say grace. grace. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness, worldly passion, and to live self-control. Upright, godly lives in this present age right now. You don't have to sin. You can live above it. Bless God. Hallelujah. You know, sin is not, is not what... Uh, uh, uh. See, people think if you sin, you're displeasing to God. You're, you're pleasing to God. But when you sin, you've got something on the back burner and you can't exercise your faith. God's a faith man. Impossible to please God without faith, see. you got something right back there. I ain't doing right. I ain't done right. It ain't. He said if your conscience condemn you or not, you have faith towards God. See, you're conscious, not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost ain't going to convict you of sin unless you're a sinner, unless you're unsaved. Amen? It's your spirit. You know when you do something wrong. Well, what I do? The minute you do something wrong, get it right. Run to God with it. Run behind the green door. That's where the blessings are. That's where God's grace is. That's where His favor, His goodness, everything He has. That's where the good hands people is. I put it in his hands with my faith. He takes hold of it and the power beyond my ability takes off with it and it puts it in that gigantic, gigantic system of Almighty God and out the other end comes the blessing of God, the healing of God, the deliverance of God, the prosperity of God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Cotton Patch translated that, that scripture over in Titus. He said, God undeserved kindness has burst in upon us, bringing us a new lease on life. <laughs> Do you need a new lease on life? You need a new lease on life? Get a hold of the grace. Don't hang around failure. Don't hang around I've missed it. God ain't even mad when you miss it. He's slow to anger. Huh? He's slow to anger and full of mercy. Slow to anger. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. You can reign in life if you receive the grace. Vine said the word receive meant to receive gladly, to take to oneself, to receive deliberately and readily a reception of what is offered. God's offering grace. 
Come on behind the green door. So you got to believe. you got to believe that when you open that door of faith, whatever's back there, it's the blessings of Almighty God. Hallelujah. God wants you blessed, prosperous, healed, set free, an example of what God can do here in this earth. Praise God. He wants you to set, be set on a hill as a light. You know, folks always talking about don't look at me. God wants them to look at you. Peter and John walked up the gate called Beautiful and said, look on us. Someone said, don't look on me. I ain't nothing. Well, see, you don't know the grace of God. Well, I'm not worthy. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. No, you don't know the grace of God. You don't know what God's done for you. If you feel like a second-class citizen, you don't know what God has done for you. He has lifted you up out of a horrible pit and a miry clay. He has set you on high with the Lord Jesus. He counts you just as deserving as the Lord Jesus Christ. You are now become an heir of God and an equal joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the grace of God. Well, how did I get that with my faith? Did you deserve it? Not a bit of it. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Well, you know, I've had and denied this and I that. I don't care about that. Exercise your faith. Put it over in God's hands. Don't hang around the pole meism. I failed. I hadn't. I this. Bless God. Hallelujah. Jesus did, and He is my stand-in, and He is my agent. Praise God. Hallelujah. They that receive, they that receive. Uh, uh, the grace shall rule in this life, reign in this life. For by one man death reigned, much more they which receive, they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. You got to receive this. How am I going to receive it? By faith. I got to have faith in that grace. I got to find out what's behind the door. My faith will open the door, but I got to know what's back there. It ain't going to be some surprise. God's not sitting there, and I open that, and he just cut my head off. Well, it was his time to go. That's not God. That's not God. God giveth, and God taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's not God. That's what Job said when his old mouth was messed up. Huh? That's what Job said. It's in the Bible, brother. Son. Yes, it's in the Bible, but it's not true. Job said it. It's true that Job said it, but Job was wrong. Over the end of Job, it said, I, I thought I knew God. He said, but now I know him. He got restored everything that he lost. Blessed be God. That's called the grace of Almighty God. That's when you know you're God. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Sixth chapter of Romans. Fourteenth verse. For sin, for Satan, anything come with a sin, anything that come with Satan, you can interchange them. Sickness, disease, anything, failure. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but under grace. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well... God didn't want me to prosper. He knew I'd uh, 
you know, he knew I'd mess up with it and I wouldn't really serve him as I should. You can't buy that. You're under grace. <laughs> it ain't by your works, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's by grace. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're under the favor. You're under God's compassion. You're under God liking you. God likes you. Well, I can't seem to get it. I just can't hardly get it. It don't seem like he likes me sometimes. Then start studying on what he's done for you. Find out about the grace. Find out what he did in the death, the burial, and the resurrection. What happened to you when you was on, when Jesus was on the cross? God put you in a divine process called the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and the ascension. You died, you was buried, you went out of existence, and you're a brand new creation. Any man being Christ, he's a new kind of man. Hallelujah. You need to find out who you are. Praise God. Walk in that. Instead of walking in over here, I, I fail. Failure ain't what bothers God. Ignorance bothers God. Do you know that? And if you're ignorant of what God's done for you, He can't bless you. He can't bless you beyond your knowledge of what He's done for you. He wants to, but He can't do it. People lying in the hospitals today, dying with cancer, loves God with all their heart. Loves God with all their heart. God wants them healed. Wants the miraculous power of God, a power beyond their ability to take hold to them. Hallelujah. Like it did when Jesus walked the shores of Galilee. He wants to do something for them. They can't. They ain't got no faith in our God being a good God. They think God put it on them. They heard it from the priest. God put that on them to teach them something. See, they've heard all that. And if they've missed God, hadn't served God, well, God's mad. God's not pleased with it. God's pleased with you the minute you got born again. You walked into the grace of God. You walked into please. You walked into God likes you. The little fellow grew. He was strong. He was plenty smart. God liked him. We need some smarts. We need to get a hold of some smarts. Some smarts. And think like God thinks. Instead of what someone said. Yeah, but my granny said it. I can't help it. Granny said it. Granny needed teaching. Yeah, but she is a good Christian. She probably was. I know a lot of good Christians that died sick. Didn't have to. I know Christians. I know Christians. When I first come around full gospel people, they was the poorest people I'd ever seen. And I couldn't understand that. I could, how can this? God is blessing these folks, and they're the poorest folks on the face of the earth. I couldn't understand it. I was a, I drank, smoked, joked, take dope, done anything you could do, run a grocery store, and had enough money to burn a wet mule and hit a raining. Why would God bless me a heathen and wouldn't bless him? That does not make sense. How many of you know that your God owns the cattle on a thousand hills? How many of you know that your God owns the earth and the fullness thereof? How many of you know that your God has made you an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus and he pulls up on a golden driveway every morning? Our God is a blessing God, a prosperous God, a God of extravagance, lavishing things. Pearl gates, golden streets, crowns, 
told Abraham, Melchizedek did when he blessed God and as the go-between, he said, blessed be Abraham, possessor of heaven and earth. Heirs of God, see. That's the way you need to think. You get that thinking out of your head. You need to get it out of your hands. You quit trying to do it. Do what you can do. What can you do? I can exercise my faith. My faith opens that door, and I walk in, and God grabbed me. God grabbed me. Something got a hold on me. The blessings of God, the goodness of God, the healing of God, the deliverance of God. I mean, it's got a hold on me. I got something. I'm riding that Ferris wheel. Hallelujah. I'm celebrating. I'm down here praising God and thanking God for He always causes me to triumph. I'm in that system. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Be smart and receive your grace. Be smart and learn everything you can. You know, let me tell you something. You ain't going no further than your knowledge of what God's done for you. If you don't know it, you're not going any further. God is not just pouring stuff out and making folks take it. You got to open the door. Here it is. Behind the green door. Come get it. All you want. Open the door. Well, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be in your presence. Oh, you ain't snowing nobody. You ain't snowing God. You can talk that all you want to. That don't please God. Well, I'm just an old worm. Oh, you're a nut. That's what you are. You continue on thinking like that, and you'll never receive what God's got for you. You have to receive grace to reign and rule in life. Rule over this world system. Second Corinthians 4 4 says Satan's the god of this world system. Cosmos, a world system out there. Sin, sickness, disease, poverty, prejudice, everything in the world rule over folk, dominates folk. Well, I don't want to be like that. Take your faith and open the door. Walk out from under, get free. When you open that door, it's like the jailhouse is open, folks. It's over. It's over. It's over. I don't have to live like that. I'm free. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me read this, other, this translation again of Romans 5, 2. In this relationship, the Father considered us just as deserving of His goodness as Jesus, His Son. This stimulates us to discover more and more of God's dynamic purpose in our lives as His plan for our freedom unfolds. You know, you can't be free under financial debt. You can't be free under the dread of cancer. You can't be free under the threat of disease. You can't do it. You can't be free under fear. Fear not. Faith answered, and I walked into the grace. God got a hold on me. God grabbed me. Walked through there and he grabbed me. He got me. Ain't nobody going to take me out of his hand. Hallelujah. I'm trusting in that. I'm trusting in his hand. What's in his hand? Healing, deliverance, peace, joy, fullness. Praise God. Hallelujah. The blessings of God. 
Praise God. You know, he said, come boldly to the throne of who? Throne of faith? Throne of love? Throne of compassion? Throne of what? Throne of grace. What are you going to get? You're going to get some mercy. Mercy opened the blinded eyes. Mercy give those that didn't even deserve anything outside the covenant. Bless God, got the children set free. Remember the Syrophoenician woman? She said, said, he said, it ain't meat to give the children's bread to the dogs. He, she said, at least the dog puppies get the crumb. said, for that saying, that's faith on a crumb. It's the crumb of what you say will get it done. For that saying, your little daughter's healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what mercy will do. You can get all the mercy you want, compassion, love, healing, everything. Open the door. Walk in. Find out what the grace is all about. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the 11th chapter. Let me read you a couple more scriptures before we close. Romans 11, 5. Now, I've read a lot of scriptures out of the King James Version of the Bible, but I believe this one's got it jumbled up as good as I've ever heard it. I believe they stayed up night and day to write this verse. Even so then... At this present time also there is a remnant according, fifth verse,